It's Ella and Mia here, and we are so excited to be your hosts for Great Stories, a podcast by Mills and Wills SA. Hearing stories from the wonderful Mills and Wills SA team and seeing the benefits this service provides in the community led us to create a space where people can gain insight into the values and histories behind our organisation. This is what this podcast is all about, sharing knowledge and inspirational stories by learning about the values of Mills and Wills with all of you. Each month we post two new episodes, one full length and one shorter episode, which we call Bite Size. These are released on the 1st and 15th of every month. Let's get into it. Hi everyone, welcome back to the third episode of this podcast season. Uh, This week we are discussing the concept of food and cooking as a form of rehabilitation within the prison system and this is particularly around the Cadell Training Centre because it's in South Australia and the Cadell Training Centre has been working with Meals on Wheels SA for a number of years to cook and deliver meals to customers within the Cadell area. We will first discuss the origins of cooking as prison rehabilitation and the primary functions of this form of rehabilitation. And we will then briefly mention other institutions that have used food or cooking as a form of rehabilitation. And then lastly, we will introduce the Cadell Training Centre and discuss their community work program that utilises food as rehabilitation for the prisoners and how this has been related to Mills on Wheels. Enjoy! People within the prison system have lost their autonomy and agency over many decisions that they would usually make, particularly with their choices for meals. While food and cooking have been used as a form of communication within most of the world, the food within the prison system does not reflect these ideals. A desire to change this led to a number of prisons, particularly within Europe, creating communal kitchens that prisoners can cook their own food in. An example of this is at a Danish prison halfway house called Pension... Sorry if I mispronounced that. This prison mainly houses people who are serving the last part of their sentence or who are under supervision. There are currently 27 residents who have been divided into four groups. Each of these groups have their own communal kitchen where they can cook the food that they have bought from supermarkets that have been created specifically for the prison. We also wanted to quickly touch on these supermarkets a little bit. Um, They are quite common in European prisons a lot more than say in the US or here in Australia and um, they are supermarkets created within the prisons to model normal supermarkets in the everyday world so that the prisoners not only have some kind of autonomy over their choice of food that they eat but also um, it helps for when they are released to segue back into society and to make it a little bit more comfortable and easier for the prisoners. Um, Many prisons, not only in Europe, are also using cooking as a way to introduce new skills for prisoners uh, with the aim that they can use these skills as a gateway to a job once they have been released. So one of the prominent examples of this is at San Quentin State Prison, which is the infamous maximum security male prison located in California in the US. And they hold an annual cooking program that has been named Quentin Cooks. So this program runs within the H unit, where prisoners who have been given a fixed sentence for a small number of years are housed. So they aren't a great risk to society. 
Uh, so, for example, these prisoners within the unit may have been given a sentence where they must serve five years, though they may be released at any time during this period. So it's probably a bit more important for these prisoners to experience these real-world skills before other prisoners because there's always that possibility that they could be released uh, soon. So around 10 prisoners become involved in this program each year, though some may come back in following years as teaching assistants to the other people who are learning. They are all taught by trained chefs and can obtain a state food handling license at the completion of the program, which then allows them to get a job in food service once they're released. All produce and cooking equipment for the program is donated by a number of local organisations. Um, and this program was the focus of a documentary that came out a few years ago in which the filmmakers spent one year interviewing the participants and the facilitators. And this filmmaker stated that, quote, the guys really talk about the pride of cooking for the other guys. When you cook for someone else and put your soul into it, it changes you from thinking about yourself to thinking about the people around you, end quote. As of 2018, a number of former prisoners who had been released had been placed in food service jobs in Sacramento, with others finding jobs or interview opportunities throughout the state. So with this, it is really clear that the influence of cooking for others and regaining a sense of importance and life skills has been beneficial for a lot of the people who have been involved in this San Quentin program. Um, I think this is such an important initiative to have all around the world because we hear about so many stories of prisoners being released from jail and not being able to get back into their daily schedule and their normal life because a lot of bosses would discriminate against them based off of what they think their reputation is. So I think it's really good that they're being set up with an opportunity to create a stable life and have a job with a good income. Across South Australia, majority of the meals that prisoners cook and eat include cereal, sandwiches and some sort of curry or pasta dish for dinner. However, according to a spokesperson for the South Australian Department of Corrective Services, prisoners in low security prisons or areas have the ability to plan, budget, buy and cook their meals by themselves. These prisons offer fresh fruit and vegetables, among other canteen items, to the prisoners, though they are required to buy these themselves and must remain within their weekly spending limit. There have also been other attempts to increase nutrition and autonomy for prisoners within South Australia in the Mobilong Prison, a medium security prison near Murray Bridge. This prison, which is an open campus style prison, has recently experimented with offering prisoners a choice between two options for both lunch and dinner in an attempt to improve their nutrition. This experiment was deemed successful in increasing the nutrition available to prisoners. So now to finish up, we just want to talk a bit about Cadell Training Centre. So Cadell is a low security prison farm located in the Reveland in South Australia, and it houses low security male prisoners. So these prisoners reside in cell blocks and cottage style accommodation. And according to the Cadell Training Centre page on CorrectionsSA.gov, um, the Cadell Training Centre opened in 1960 as a training facility for prisoners to learn vocational skills, which may not be available within other prisons. It focuses on the rehabilitation of prisoners and preparing them to take their place in the community upon release. And they have two programs that help them to do this, a community work program and the Cadell Country Fire Service. 
The community work program enables prisoners to develop and utilize farming skills through labor in the prison farm, while also supporting several non-for-profit projects in the local Riverland community. Cadell is one of the four specialist prisons within South Australia that focus on prisoner thorough care and reintegration into society upon release. And one of the non-for-profit projects that they are involved in is um, cooking meals for uh, local Cadell residents that get Meals on Wheels. And like we discussed with um, the previous places that use food rehabilitation, this not only benefits the wider community and Meals on Wheels customers by um, providing them with meals, but also benefits the prisoners themselves by helping them learn vocational skills. That's all for today, guys. Thanks for listening. And make sure you stay tuned for next fortnight when we will talk about meals throughout the decades. Thank you for listening to our episode and learning a bit about Meals and Wheels SA. We look forward to seeing you next fortnight. If you have any questions or comments or even ideas for future episodes, please get in contact with us at ella at mealsonwheelssa.org.au. Until next time, have a great few weeks.